It's a short slate, and we are short-staffed. But hey, the holiday week brings those kind of challenges to the deli. But we're here for the Thanksgiving Day slate of games, a big three gamer, and we're going to break it all down today here on the DFS Deli. Broncos country. Let, oh, shit. Wait a second. They don't play on Thanksgiving. Ah, I'll save it for tomorrow then. Screw it. Welcome in to the DFS Deli. I'm the proprietor of this delicatessen, Sully Ali Shahid, and it is only apropos that the DFS Deli is bringing you Thanksgiving Day information, the short slate, everyone's favorite slate of the year, because the casual players get to participate in DFS more so than they do with the Sharps on Sunday. It is a day to sit back, relax, eat your favorite food, drink your favorite drink, and watch some football on your television screen. And we're going to bring you the goods, the plays, to get you to the top of your tournament leaderboards this week on DraftKings and FanDuel. And as I mentioned on in the intro, short slate, short staff. Chill, it's me and you, baby. How you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Um, I, th- I think you and I have done a lot of Thanksgiving shows We've done a couple. I think where it's just been me and you. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Um, so uh, just get ready to dive on in the slate Thursday. Get ready to dive on in into some food and and uh, call it a day. Well, chill. Speaking of which, because you know, I, you know, we're going to talk about it because we have to. I mean, it is a tradition that at least you, me, and Anthony get into a certain thread. And discuss certain foods that we're having at the Thanksgiving dinner table. So, I'm going to spitfire this at you before we get into this three-game slate, okay? I'm going to throw it at you because we've had this conversation on a couple different things in the past. But I'm going to hit you with it. I'm I'm, going to see where you tier rank. Okay, we're going to tier rank our Thanksgiving our Thanksgiving meal items. Okay, you ready? I'm going to rapid fire it for you, all right? And I want to see where you where you tier this at. Could, right? you ima- could you imagine if we had everybody here to tier rank some foods? It would okay. literally be an hour of that. We would not talk about DFS. <laughs> you are 100% right. So, I mean, regardless if you agree or disagree, follow us on Twitter and leave your comments below in whatever, you know, your your, your preferred podcast outlet. Let us know. Are our tiers correct? Do you disagree with anything on the list that I'm about to spit fire at you? Let us know at the DFS Deli on Twitter. And again, Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes. Slap us a comment and let us know. Am I wrong about the tiers of this food for Thanksgiving? Right? So, well, I'll start off basic, chill. All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right, turkey. So, are we grading it on a scale of like S to F? Where S yeah, is uh, the best? Yeah, F tier is trash. Okay, right. and S is superior, right? Oh yeah, S is uh, the pinnacle. S tier yeah, is definitely the pinnacle. I'm just put, I'm putting turkey. I, I'm not putting turkey at an S. I know how you feel about turkey, but like I feel turkey would be in that A to B range, right? Hey, listen, man. Veganism aside, like I, I won't, I won't let my vegan bias play any role in my tier list. Okay, so but you it, even pre-vegan, I know you weren't super high. Oh, turkey! Like, turkey is trash, bro. That's fair. So I'm gonna put turkey just 
I'm going to put it in the A tier, but that might be specifically just because of the holiday. I'm not going to S it. Okay. All right. So we all know my feelings about turkey. All right. That is a C tier. That is a C tier Thanksgiving food. All right. That is the centerpiece to the side dishes. And it is there specifically to complement everything else. Okay. Again, if turkey was so goddamn good, why y'all motherfuckers only make it once a year? Facts. Just throwing it out there. Throwing it out there. Okay, so we got so A tier and C tier for for turkey. So that's fair. Right. Mashed potatoes. Oh, dude, I love me some mashed potatoes. I'm putting them shits in S. That's an S tier. That's S tier. (laughs) There is two S tier foods. Okay, we'll get there, but there's two. There's only two. Mashed potatoes is one of them. Yeah, mashed potatoes is definitely S. I mean, honestly, if you don't have mashed potatoes, um, Probably not freeloading at your residence. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, dressing or stuffing, depending on what part of the country you're from. Um, I I personally don't like stuffing. It's I I mean, if I'm going off of other people's stuffing, it seems really important to people. So I, I I'm gonna put it just in that. I'll put it in A in an A tier. Mm. I don't know if that I don't know if that's appropriate. I feel mm. like I feel like a lot of people like stuffing. I mean, I'm a picky eater, so but I've heard a lot of good a lot of people enjoy stuffing. But then again, it could be like turkey if it was so damn good. <laughs> Bingo. Uh, uh, stuffing is C tier, bro. Sorry. Okay, so I'll, I'll give it a B then. All right, all right, fair. All right, all right. Green bean casserole. Well, that's just, I mean, casserole. I mean, again, picky eater. So that, that, that to me is like an F. I ain't touching that with a 10 foot pole. Damn, that's the worst thing. <laughs> I ain't touching that with a 10 foot pole. I love green beans, but a casserole, again, it, I, I'm a tough critic here because my food palate is limited. So, I mean, I love green beans individually. Mm-hmm. So, like, green beans in general is like a B tier, but you start adding some weird shit in it. Yeah, just yep, straight up green bean casserole. You know what them shits that be on the top? Yeah, I'm those uh, those onions. Oh yeah, yeah, pass, pass. All right, that's definitely a D tier for me. I'm not gonna lie, it's D tier. Okay, I'm so I'm not that lie. far off. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, sweet potatoes with the with the marshmallow shits on top. Those weren't bad. Uh, I'd probably throw it in a in a B in a B to A tier. Potatoes are good. Sweet potatoes are good for you. So I'd probably put it. I'd probably put it in A to B. That's A for me. That that's definitely an A tier. Okay, okay. So I'm not too far off. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm all about because you know I guess my ethnicity does uh count towards that because you know I love me some sweet potatoes, man, and oh, throw the marshmallow joints on top of that with some brown sugar, bro. Oh man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I mean, if we're going off of ethnicity, that means you get to throw out mac and cheese, right? It was coming. It was coming. Okay. Mac and cheese is the only other S tier. Oh yeah, I, I mean, again, I didn't know that was a that was a y'all's thing. I wish I wish my people would have adopted that. That's you know I don't understand that, chill. <laughs> Actually, like there is no mac and cheese at like it's not a staple at the Ola household. N- dude, not at a not. Dude, I didn't have mac and cheese at Thanksgiving until I went to y'all's friendsgiving, and then it was. 
I got a little cultural from 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 the gang <laughs> saying that this is a thing. Because it's, I don't think I was the only I wasn't the only uh white person there that didn't know that mac and cheese was a, a Thanksgiving item. Yeah, you you were not. I think uh I think that specific year, I think uh Blaine had a culture shock as well. I feel like Nicole did as Nicole well. Nicole did, yes, yes, yes. Nicole <laughs> yeah, did. But as well. I was like, as soon as I saw because uh I think there was two mac and cheese. I think there was a regular mac and cheese and there was a vegan, or maybe there there may have only been vegan. No, no, no. It was no one year. It was both because uh, Dijon's mama came through and cooked her macaroni and cheese as well. I, I don't care. I had both, and both were delicious. Yeah, man, S tier. So, I mean, just from that standpoint, I'm putting it in an S tier. But I also have one more S tier item. I feel like it might be a little controversial. Um, uh oh. Uh oh. I love me some turkey gravy. Now, I was gonna. I was gonna save that for like the condiments. Like, I, I don't like know. That's, that's like you don't just you don't just get you don't just spoon gravy into your fucking mouth. Oh, you know, I, I would compliment. I would do that. I would do that to I would do that to turkey gravy. Like I mean, you you dip <laughs> your rolls, your 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 king's Hawaiian rolls in the gravy. Okay, if king's Hawaiian rolls, by the way, it would be S tier because I love bread. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> S tier without question. But uh, yeah, turkey gravy that is uh, that's all I use. If there's turkey gravy there, that shit's going on everything. Because I don't, I, 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 uh, my food mixes together. I'm not one of those people that like separates oh, yeah. the food on the plate. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so it's turkey, gotta be all just tur- one giant glob of shit. Turkey gravy's everywhere. I don't care. But all right, last one. Since we're on the condiment part, cranberry sauce. Uh, I was never a huge fan of it again, so I'll, I'll kind of redact myself from that one. Cranberry sauce bangs, I'm not going to lie. But it only bangs in between that dressing and that turkey. Like, I'm not just going to spoon cranberry sauce in my damn mouth. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> but it but it bangs. I'm not going to lie. It, it bangs. So, uh, <clears throat> it's a beat. It's a beater. It's a beater condiment to me. Beats here. Fair enough. Well, like I said, controversial as some of those takes are, I mean, we got to get it out the way because, again, this is what you're going to be enjoying as you're enjoying some football. And speaking of which, the first game of the day just happens to be the highest over-under total on the board. Starting at 1230, we got the Lions hosting the Buffalo Bills with a 54.5 total. Uh, Bills favored by 10 in this one. And interestingly enough, even though the early games tend to be the most stacked games because that's when most of the viewers are still, you know, conscious, seeing as how, like, dinners normally served, like, noonish, you know, 1 o'clock, 2-ish, you know, right in front of your TV. You're just starting to drink. You're not, not completely if, hammered yet. Not if you're my family. Oh, God. When do y'all start? Um, Like, my dad's side? Them, them motherfuckers don't eat until, like, 4 or 5. I'm I, So, like... Hell no. Nah. So, like, my mom, because of my dad's side, does her Thanksgiving dinners earlier. So, like, at mom's, I'm getting I'm getting food, you know, kind of, like, right at the start of, like, of the Bills game. Maybe, like, a little after. At, at dad's, I'm coming right in, getting that plate, getting ready for the Cowboys game. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So, you, so you got it planned out. You got to plot it out. Oh, yeah. I got two destinations on Thanksgiving, so. I remember when I lived with mom. Like, we would eat Thanksgiving dinner legit 10 a.m. 
Dude, that's awesome. I mean, she would wake up at like six, cook everything. Ten o'clock, we're eating. Twelve o'clock, we're out cold. Two o'clock, eat. Three o'clock, out cold. (laughs) That's awesome. Five o'clock, dessert. Seven o'clock, done for the day. That's awesome. It was amazing. Living at mom's house was the shit. But now, like, you know, uh, like the last couple years, you know, when I was with my wife, it was literally like they would start, I think, between one and two. So, like, (laughs) you could you could hang out in the morning. We get to everybody's house, kids, family, blah, 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 finish up cooking and then boom. So, like, you're kind of concentrating on the game for like the first half. And then, like, after halftime is when we start to eat. Fair. But again, like the majority of the populace is probably going to stack this game. And for good reason. I mean, it's the highest total on the board. Completely understand that. But as tournament players, as we are, how are we going to approach some of the plays in this game? Because like we mentioned off air, there's multiple running backs we can use. You know, James Cook looked spry last week to the to the rumblings of over 80 yards. But again, the Cleveland Browns are the... the it, it's the ale to everything. It, it it will soothe your wounds. Even if you're a bad running team, you can run on the Browns. But this is the Lions. And the Lions have been good over the past couple weeks. I mean, with a couple perceived upset victories. I mean, this team is... I mean, the Giants... I give them credit for the Giants one. But, I mean, like, you can't sit there and tell me that, that like, the Bears were that much better than they were. Oh, they're not. Or not. I mean, they just they just fire sold their defense the week before they they took on the Lions. So I mean, right. So, uh, what what the Lions have won three in a row, right? Oh yeah, because they beat Green Bay. Ooh, <laughs> shocker! They beat I mean, Green Bay. <laughs> Good for them. Good for them. But I mean, this Buffalo team has been not as advertised over the past couple weeks. I mean, like, regardless of what the box score said, I know they had last week's game pretty much in hand. But from a fantasy perspective, Jacoby Brissett went over 303 on them. Facts. Like, they could be had, you know. And garbage time is just as good as any time. So if we're playing the narrative of, let's face it, Josh Allen will be the most popular quarterback on the slate, period. So if you want to gain leverage, do you think, that the golf side is actually intriguing in this matchup. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think every quarterback on this slate but one is really in play. Um, the Lions are playing at home where they tend to be a, a much better offense. Um, are the Bills still going to be without Tredavious White? Uh, I saw questionable, but uh, because of the short turnaround, I highly doubt he'll play. Right, so what do you think? You're penciling in Amon Ross St. Brown for another 10, 10, 11 targets? Oh, without question. I mean, he's got double-digit targets every week, especially since the trade. Like, you can lock him in for 10-plus. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, and he's got easy double-stack options, too, Goff does. Um, So I I think Goff is viable here. I mean, this Bills defense, they've been struggling. I mean, you know... um, you know, obviously they played in Detroit on Sunday. They're going back home to Buffalo to go back to Detroit. Um, obviously, short week. Detroit's got momentum, so I, I could see a version of where golf gets there. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, because, again, we 
in in cash, I mean, dude, play Josh Allen. I don't care. But when it comes to trying to bink a tournament, especially what golf opens up for you. So if you do the traditional, let's say, Diggs, Allen, Gabe Davis or Dawson Knox, pick whoever, that locks you out of Justin Jefferson later. Right? That locks you out of Tony Pollard. That locks you out of a couple other plays that could solidify your lineup to a higher ceiling. So if you want to play it safe, I am all aboard the Josh Allen train. However, if you want to actually add in some more plays from a couple of these games, um, I actually like the golf side of this. I mean, you could even play, you can play like golf, Jamal Williams or Swift with Amon Ra, have a unique roster build and run it back with Diggs or Gabe Davis or whoever you want. But again, that Josh Allen side is going to be the common build. So it's going to be a matter of where do you want to get different to to differentiate yourself from the field when you're going to start a build like that? Like, where will you get weird? Will you go like a Josh Allen, James Cook, Diggs, Gabe? Like, you could do one of two things. You could completely onslaught this game, like forget the other two games exist and hope this game goes bananas. Or you could take a couple pieces uniquely build your roster and then kind of stack the following two games because I mean, this is it. This, this is the highlight of this. is the highlight of the slate. So it, it makes me nervous, but at the same time, there are unique ways to build your rosters when it comes to uh, constructing the short slate. So it all depends on like which way you want to go. Yeah. And again, you know, and the only thing that you're praying for is just that, if you do have the golf side, um, again, you don't need golf to you don't need golf to break the slate. You just need him to be within points within Josh Allen, right? So mm-hmm. you're only going to be put to sleep if Josh Allen breaks the slate at like forty. Correct, correct. So I mean, what she could do, right? So, um, <clears throat> you know, at that point, you're just hoping that Allen doesn't. If he gets it through the air, that's fine, right? But, like, if he starts adding in the rushing touchdowns, um, which at this point maybe has a better chance of not happening because they're trying to establish a run game, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you just have to survive Josh Allen at that point. Like I said, my my early inclination is actually leaning towards the golf side of this. I mean, he's going to be the second lowest owned quarterback on this slate, let's be honest, because Matt Jones is trash and no one's going to roster him. So... Look at look at golf salary compared to his potential upside compared to how the Lions have actually looked over the past couple weeks. Like Josh Allen didn't get it done against the Browns. He did not. So uh, the the Lions defense is arguably a little better <laughs> than the Browns defense. <laughs> Especially over the past three games. So I mean I'm not saying Josh Allen is trash because he certainly isn't, but I don't think this efficient Bills offense that we saw at the beginning of the year is going to translate or could potentially not translate to this game. Again, they have two running backs they're trying to get established. James Cook looked good. So let's say you want to take the Singletary or James Cook route in this game. You go Goff, Amon Ra, and one of his receivers, and then later on you still have access to Pollard and Jefferson or Cook and Zeke, 
or anybody. But again, you start with Josh Allen, Diggs, Gabe Davis, you are locked out of the main Cowboys. You're locked out of the main Vikings. I would agree. So again, I'm not saying don't play Josh Allen. Josh, like you play Josh Allen, you're a donkey. That's that's wrong. But from a roster construction standpoint, you have to think of the big bombs on this slate and compare them to the cost of getting those bombs. Because again, like you said, Chill, Josh Allen has to drop forty in order to really break away from the rest of the quarterbacks in this field on Thanksgiving. Is that a possibility? Of course. However, even if he goes for 40, you have to realize that 40% of the field has that. Facts. So, again, how are you going to get different? How do we get different? So, do you like any of the ancillary pieces in this game, like an Isaiah McKenzie or uh, Naheem Hines, to a lesser extent, even on the Detroit side with some of their receivers questionable, <laughs> like uh, uh, Craig Reynolds or any any guys like that have any interest to you? I think the only weird play I'd like on the Buffalo side would be James Cook. I really like James Cook on Thursday. I, I'm not gonna like. Lie. I don't think I can get behind McKenzie. Um, I I just don't think I you know because again even in the Browns game he was pretty much non-existent because the Browns just allowed everything to go to Dawson Knox. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. That that would be one way if you want to save salary with Allen. You would have to go like Allen Diggs and Knox or Allen Davis and Knox. Um, I mean, in large field, if you wanted to take a shot on one of these other Buffalo wide receivers, that's the only way I could see it. But in a shorter field, um, I don't think I need to get that weird. Agreed. Agreed. I, I, I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. So, um, any I mean, other final thoughts from this game? Or I mean, if you look at the Lions side, I mean, if you're double stacking golf, his other options are cheap. I mean, Khalif Raymond is cheap. Reynolds is cheap. Um, so, I, I mean, it doesn't cost a lot to stack up that side. I don't, I don't think that Jamison wide receiver is going to play is he i know they just kind of activated him but about uh dj chark that would be the intriguing one if he plays right mm-hmm. at 3800 he's gonna play he's gonna play <clears throat> that would be that that's an interesting one yeah i mean like i said you want to get a little weird because i don't think i don't golf, think that i'm on raw do golf i'm on raw saint go golf i'm on raw and like chark and run it back with Diggs and James Cook. You you completely all slotted the game, but you can still play some bombs from the other two games. Correct. I, I think Shark might be the only weird one then for me. I'm with it. I'm with it if you with it. All right, ready to head over to uh where are we going? Are we going to Dallas first? Is that where we're, we're going? going to Dallas, yeah. We're going to Dallas. Giants, 55 and a half point total. We saw what the Cowboys did to the Vikings. You mean 40, 45 and a half? What'd I say? 55. Oh, 55? Oh, God. You said 55. I was like, whoa, that's... Oh, my bad. Oh, (laughs) I I sincerely apologize. 45. Yeah. The Giants will be able to put up fucking 29 points? (laughs) I don't think so. 
their their implied team total right now is only 18. So oh, although although this game is up two points, it opened at 43. The the Lions and Bills game actually opened up at 51. It's up three and a half. Yeah, as bad as I don't want it to be, that that game is the one to stack. I mean, like there obviously are intriguing options from this Cowboys game we're going to talk about here in a second, but man, <laughs> it, it, it it's Lions Bills or bust, right? I mean, it's definitely going to be the one to stack. Yeah, yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. So, um, listen, Cowboys just eviscerated the Vikings. Sorry, Baker. You got fucking destroyed. Okay. Um, that this Cowboys team is now at home because that was on the road. So now they get uh their 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 Thanksgiving festivities, of course, kicking off in Dallas, hosting a Giants team fresh off an L from the <laughs> from the Lions. <laughs> Just when you think this team is legit, they mess around and lose to the Lions. Anyway. Uh, do the Giants stand a puncher's chance in this divisional matchup against the, the the Cowboys here at home? Is this a this is another Zeke Pollard Cowboys defense spot, or is or could there be some fireworks uh, from this Giants team? Because as far as I know, they're still trying to find wide receivers to I don't know what's the thing uh, that people need to do stay healthy. Like who's yeah. going out there? Like is there one Richie James Jr. It's it's Darius Slayton, I think, leads their team in receptions. So Darius Slayton, Rich James Jr., and <laughs> is Kenny Galladay still healthy? Bro, if Kenny Galladay didn't get there in the revenge game last week, he ain't getting there against the Cowboys. He had two catches for 25 yards, bro. That's enough <laughs> revenge for him. It's just, it's, it's so ugly. It's bad. I mean, does anybody from this Giants team intrigue you, or are we just trying to find a couple Cowboys and call it a day? I mean, I mean, other than Mac Jones, Daniel Jones is going to be the least owned quarterback on the slate, right? Uh, no, golf is going to be less owned, I think. No one's going to play golf, and I think it's going to be to everyone's you detriment. Think so? Because like, I feel like – I feel Dude. like – your Jacoby Brissett just went 303 on this damn team. I feel they should roster. Like, I feel that golf should be rostered. But the field is going to see Detroit going to think Detroit sucks, which they do. But they're going to see I'm not playing the quarterback against Josh Allen. I'm playing Josh Allen. I got a shiny toy in Dakota Prescott. I think I have rushing upside with Daniel Jones. Like what else I, do we need? I feel like I feel like the narrative though is everybody's gonna think this Cowboys defense is great. I mean, because they are. Don't get it twisted. And they're just gonna see forty to three, and just not play Daniel Jones. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But I mean, people played him last week though. I I mean, people did. I mean, but he sort of got there last week. Yeah, last week he was fine. Last week he was um, fine. I mean, because like if you. <clears throat> No, if you're going to get weird, right, and you're going to say, you know, you're going to say, screw it, I'm stacking up the Giants side because it's not going to be popular at all. I guess you just go Daniel Jones, Barkley, and Slayton, right? That that That's about it? Oh, yeah, that's about it. Stop. <laughs> Don't play any of these bums. I mean, if anybody has a shot of getting there, it's 100% Saquon, 
Darius Slayton. But again, if if Justin Jefferson <laughs> and Dalvin Cook couldn't get there last week, what the hell makes us think that Saquon Barkley and Darius Slayton is going to get there? So, but here's the thing. What Cowboys team shows up? Because as much as we go that route, well, the week before, Christian Watson had over 103. What Cowboys team are we getting? Damn it, chill, you son of a bitch. You're right. Like, I'm not. and Because, like, the, I, the Giants need to win this game, I believe, to actually stay in the playoff hunt. And I understand they're 7-2, and two, and it might be a hot take. Oh, NFC is stacked, bro. But, like, if they don't win this game, and we're looking at the rest of their schedule, it's first of all, it's pretty it's pretty tough. Um, they gotta play. They gotta play Philadelphia twice. They gotta play the Commanders twice. They're at Minnesota, and they gotta play the Colts. Like if they lose this game, they might not make the playoffs. Hey, spoiler alert! They're not gonna win this game. Spoiler alert: The Giants are not gonna make the fucking playoffs. And just remember last year, Derek Carr tore up this Cowboys team on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thank God I don't have to deal with the Raiders on freaking Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> but you know um, who I do miss on Thanksgiving? Omari Cooper. Bruh. Omari Cooper was the lock of locks on Thanksgiving. Play Omari Cooper. Move on. I mean, apparently if Omari Cooper's at a neutral field, we just play him. That's what I learned last week. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, boots <laughs> on the ground. That was boots. not an away game. That was a neutral field game. Neutral field. <laughs> and they were in the home locker room. <laughs> Bruh. Oh, yeah. So that, definitely play Amari Cooper. Man, we should have locked it in, bro. We should have locked it in. But that's neither here nor there. So, But with the Cowboys side, I mean, we saw last week against the Vikings that this team wants to establish it. And establish it, they did. Zeke is back healthy. Tony Pollard is a monster among men. I mean, Tony Pollard, albeit going to be popular, I think his his price and the presence of Zeke will suppress his ownership enough that he'll still come in behind some of these other some, <clears throat> some of these other running backs on the slate. Don't you think? I don't know. I mean, I every- think it does. Because last week he was like, what, 1%? You think the field is going to let that happen again? I mean, on a short slate, people are going to own Tony Pollard. Don't get it twisted. But on this slate in particular, you know who people won't own? Zeke. I I 100% agree. I think Zeke is the contrarian play. To oh, without question. <laughs> and if we're talking one-yard plunges, you already know where the you already know he's getting the damn ball. Oh, yeah. So there were no setbacks this week. He's, he, you know, he, he, he's looking, if you, if you get between 15, I'm sorry, between 10 to 15 touches from Zeke against this Giants defense, that isn't that great. I mean, we saw the Lions running backs go for four touchdowns on them last week. Why can't Pollard and Zeke do the exact same thing to them this week? I agree a hundred percent. And let's not forget that this same Cowboys team beat the Giants with uh Cooper rush. Facts. So here's here's a weird take. Again, we talked about this off air for a second. What if you just played both the Cowboys running backs and the Cowboys defense? That would be the team I would feel most comfortable doing it with. Agreed. I mean, that's the route I'll probably take. Like, because my my running back pool is probably going to be pretty uh, thin. 
I mean, as much as I like Devin Singletary, I think I like the James Cook side better. And as much as I am in love with Tony Pollard, if I'm gonna play, if I'm gonna play Tony Pollard, I want to play him with Zeke. Yeah, yes, they don't correlate with one another. But look at last week's game log. I mean, it's worked though. I mean, one of the people that took down a GPP uh, was when the Dolphins played the Browns, and they played both Wilson and Mustard. It can work. It can work. It can work. It, what if it, what if this is the game that Zeke throws a touchdown to Tony Pollard? What would you do? <laughs> I I would just play with Grandma's cooking for Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> got the beans, grains, tomatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> look. <laughs> I said look. Surprisingly. You Surprisingly, I haven't listened to that yet this year. Uh, but you best believe, as soon as I log off, it's going straight on. Uh, as you should. As uh, as should anybody listening to this. Uh, you need to go listen to what's Grandma cooking for Thanksgiving. Um, ah, yes. That is an American classic. So um, let's let's look from minus the running backs. Let's look from the <laughs> receiving side because this be a bounce back for Sidarius and Michael Gallup and company because that's going to be popular. You know, so is this going to be is going to be a thing where they can actually get there through the air or is it going to be, you know, the Cowboys still want to establish it and they can just dominate this game on the ground? Do you think the aerial part of the Cowboys offense is worth taking a look at? I definitely do. I mean, Dak had his best game as a pro last week. I think what is he 22 for 25. Um, I think the intriguing play here is Michael Gallup because he's starting to get. It looked like he was getting more confidence off of that AC. It was an ACL injury, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like he's starting to get more comfortable. I think he had about four to five targets. Um, I mean, the Giants' defense is better, is a better pass defense than run defense. Um, but if you're going to go with the hopes that the Giants come into the game with the idea to shut down the run and make the Cowboys beat them through the air, um. Because I think if you fade, it, like if you just come in and say you're going to play the Dallas side, I don't think a lot of the Cowboys lineups that are just playing the Dallas side, like if you fade the running backs and you're just playing Dak and two of the pass catchers, I think it makes you different, especially if you're fading both running backs in that lineup. Is there a world where you can go <clears throat> Dak, Pollard, Sedarius? Absolutely. You think it won't be too popular? Like, where were you going to get weird? Like, what would be your run back for the Giants side? For the Giants side? It's probably... If it's not Slayton, then you guess at tight end. Oh. Like, right? You pray to God that one of those tight ends gets into the box. Oh, tight end's going to be rough to pick from this week. Oh, my God. It kind of reminds me of like when the Bears played the Lions and like Cole Komet got in the box twice or something Fair. like that. Fair. Like, Fair. that's right. Because um, if you figured that the Giants are trailing, then at that point, like, because if you don't want to play Barkley in that lineup, because you probably can't play Barkley in that lineup. No, no, too expensive. That yeah. means you have no bills. Yeah, right, and that's scary. Um, yeah, that, that does not sound like a fun idea. That does not sound like the proposition I want. 
trying to win a tournament with no bills. <laughs> yeah, that's <sighs> me. So, I mean, like, so you're talking like Tanner Hudson? <laughs> Dude, it's, it's, uh, it's gross. No matter gross. what. I mean, I would just probably say avoid that situation, but like, I don't know. Let's look at the Giants wide receivers. I mean, I mean, I guess you could take a shot on somebody like Galladay. Uh, Richie James Jr. was limited with a knee injury. Listen, I'm not playing Kenny Galladay. I don't give a damn what you say. I don't care what his salary is. <laughs> I would not burn my hard-earned American dollars and have Galladay in one of those slots. It's not going to happen. I mean, if I'm looking at Isaiah Hodgins, had three receptions for 29 yards last week. Dude, pass. Just, no. I'm not, no. I'm not playing any freaking Giants. I'm not I mean, you so can't like, make me. I mean, um, I, I know it's weird, right? So, he had two targets against Houston, three targets against Detroit. On DK, he's 3K. I guess you could do worse. Yeah. Yeah. You could do worse. Do worse. All right. We uh any, any more notes from this game? <coughs> I mean Cowboys defense. Daniel Jones will fumble and turn over the ball. Oh yeah, lock it. Yeah. Cowboys defense, please. please um, just do that. Just do that. I mean, actually, I don't think – I think one thing we probably have to go with, um, the I would like – the Detroit Lions defense is viable because Josh Allen is a turnover machine. Again, if this game is going to be high scoring, there definitely is reason to think about the defenses in this game, especially so, from the Lions side. It's not my – it's not my most favorite defense on the slate, but – I think it's for me it's the Cowboys. I don't care. Pay up. Just get the Cowboys defense. Get the Cowboys. There's that one spot you want to eat some chalk. I think it's going to be the Cowboys defense. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Before we move on to the last game of the night, Patriots-Vikings. Patriots are on the road visiting the Vikings with a 42.5 point total. Uh, Vikings favored by 2.5 after the absolute drubbing they received by the hands of the aforementioned Dallas Cowboys. Chill. you know, the Vikings who have a negative point differential. Do you know the Jacksonville Jaguars have a better point differential than the Vikings and they're three and seven? Well, I mean, that does have a lot to do with them getting their ass whipped by 37 last week. So, I mean, I, I don't care. It's embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, it is embarrassing. Vikings suck. Fuck you, Baker. Anyway, um, chill. Dessert. <clears throat> Where's pumpkin pie? I'm going to put pumpkin pie at an A tier because, like, I've had some S tier pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm, I've also mm-hmm. had some bad pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I- I'm going to put it at an A. Um, now, I mean, like, if I drown it, if I drown it in, like, you know, it's the cool whip, whip, the cool whip in the cool whip uh, could make an S, but I'm I'm not factoring in the, the topping. Right, 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 right. You, you, I mean. Because, like, okay, so, like, if you did the same for apple pie, you'd be like, all right, here's the apple pie with that scoop of vanilla, right? right. That scoop of vanilla ice cream. Like, that that makes it S tier. You know, but without the scoop of vanilla, A, maybe B? I would say fair. 
maybe a B tier. But I think the pumpkin is A tier. I think the pumpkin is A tier. Now, again, a- ethnicity counted into this. The sweet potato pie is an S tier. Fair enough. That's the only S tier pie, like, in my opinion. The sweet potato pie is the only S tier. I-, I will take your word for it. Oh, you don't know? You're not hip to the sweet potato pie? I I am not. Chili. You need to you need to text me where you're at on Thursday and I will personally drop off a sweet potato pie to your residence. <laughs> I'll home make that shit too. I don't care, man. I, you you need to experience this. You need it in your life. Are you a fan of the cherry pie? Um, it's not bad. I I'd probably put it in a B tier. Really? That high? I'd probably I'd probably be it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Cherry's like a C to me. Cherry's like a C pie. Yeah, a C. yeah, that that's fair. Like for me, it kind of hinges on C plus B minus. Okay. Okay. Uh and I'll give you one, I'll give you one contrarian take. All right. You ready for this? You ready for this pie? I'm ready. A peach pie. I don't know if I've ever had a peach pie. Never had pie. a peach pie? I don't know if I have. Bro. It's legit. It's that one percent play that could break the slate. <clears throat> I feel like that'd be the same as like a lemon meringue. A le- lemon meringue or key or key lime? Uh lemon. Like like key lime is is always eligible to break the slate. Like key <laughs> lime pie is Nick Chubb. Like <laughs> no, you can literally get a buck fifty and three out that motherfucker. But like most days, ain't nobody going to play them. Like, nobody's going towards the key lime pie when freaking dinner's over, okay? They're not doing it. They go to the apple. They go to the pumpkin. Cherry to a lesser extent. Dude, key lime, I'm telling you, bro. Key lime can break the slate, man. Like, like legit. So, um, <clears throat> Patriots, Vikings. Last time we saw the... Patriots and Vikings play, they combined for a total of six offensive points. <laughs> so, uh, like, what do we expect? Because, I mean, this Patriots defense is nasty, but that Patriots offense is nasty <laughs> in, in the wrong way. So, I don't know what to expect from this game. And it's more so what scares me about the game is that Mac Jones ain't keeping up with nobody offensively. <laughs> No, that's, that's going to be my problem. So, again, we know the Patriots want to establish it with their two backs, Ramondre and Dame. But could this game get down to such a slow pace where we legit see a potential 7-3 final from this game? Because, I mean, we got guys with upside. We got Dalvin Cook. We got Jay Jetta. We got TJ Hawkinson and all these targets that he's been accumulating 20 over his past three games. And it's like. I don't know if I want to play this. Like, I don't know if I want to play anybody from this game. I mean, you're not wrong. The only thing that really concerns me on Minnesota's side is I believe they lost their really good right tackle in the Cowboys game. And on a short week, he ain't coming back. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, and they are really – and, like, because of their record, Minnesota's not rushing any of these guys back from injury. And they're banged up on the offensive line. Um <clears throat> You know, the cow, uh, Patriots do have uh, one of the guys like top in the league in sacks, right? So, just forgot who it was. His name literally just slipped right out my mind. 
<laughs> it happens to the best of us, bro. Don't worry. Um, Don't worry. But yeah, I mean, like the Patriots front is really good. Um, so that would be the only thing that concerns me. And like, what does Bill Belichick try to take away from the Vikings? It's got to be like, Jay Jetter, right? It's got to be him or Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Right. And I mean, and we just, I, think, I think they focus more of their attention on uh, Jay Jetta than anybody, right? Right. I would think so. And I mean, and we just watched both Cowboys running backs absolutely destroy them. I don't see why. I don't see why the uh, why the Patriots couldn't do the same thing. Because if the Patriots can establish it on the ground, you know Bill Belichick's going to keep calling runs. Oh, God, without question. I Without mean, question. And the, and the only wide receiver that I would want to even think about playing on the Patriots side would be Jacoby Myers. Everybody else here dart throwing. You're uh you're referring to um Judon, the outside linebacker. Yes, that's his name. Yeah, Matt Judon. Um, but yeah, I mean I'm one hundred percent with you. I think Belichick wants to play boring, wants to play slow, and this is this is a win that he needs. I mean, in probably the second or best division in football right now he needs to keep pace with the Dolphins and the Bills so I mean this was a team that was coming in without playoff aspirations but they're right in the thick of it with everybody else so I, I, I'm with you I mean if Belichick sees that they can establish it with Ramondre and uh, Dame I, I, I think that the Vikings could be in a lot of trouble you know especially if they get up early so and we all know the narrative Kirk Cousins when the lights turn on. This is an 8.30 p.m. game. That man disappears. <laughs> so <laughs> the Vikings could be in for another L. So as bad as we want to play, you know, guys like Jay Jetta and Dalvin Cook, TJ Hawkinson, again, if you're going to get that much that much volume, I'm with it. But again, I, I don't I don't see I don't see a path where this game a goes over that total and b it, it it gives us any fantasy uh any fantasy goodness from this game i mean i'm i'm very scared i know ramondre is going to be very popular and if you're playing a guy like ramondre i think because it's the late game he offers you a pretty good swaption <laughs> so like if your lineups are failing towards that late game you can get off ramondre and go to damian harris and be I, fine i, I agree but like that—that's about it. Like that game provides a light swap. That's it. I mean, I—I'm I, very—I'm very very nervous about this game in general. I—I I, I might ex—I might exit off, bro. I after that, after that last plate of the day, right at the end, like right as I'm eating into that sweet 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 potato pie, I might be unconscious by eight o'clock. I'm not gonna lie. And this game may or may not exist to me. I mean, I think I think either one of the defenses could be viable. I think the Patriots' defense is in play here. I think both defenses are in play. Mac Jones sucks. I agree. I wish I, Bailey Zappi was playing. If Bailey Zappi was playing, he might he would have been my chalk quarterback for this slate. Dude, you know Bailey Zappi had a better game statistically against the Browns than Josh Allen. I'm just saying. Right, dude, dude, I played Bailey Zappi that week. I had the wrong wide receiver with him, but I played him that week. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. I remember that shit. Yeah, you did. 
(laughs) Could you imagine Give me Bailey Zappi on this slate At 4900 (laughs) Yeah Yeah I think I would have locked in Bailey Zappi at that point I'm not even going to lie to you Damn right I'm not even going to lie I'm with it I'm with it Well chill that about uh, That about does it for the Thanksgiving Day breakdown man Uh, I'm excited for For Thursday I hope that people uh have a safe and healthy holiday uh most people are off work that day and um you know to those that are working uh we appreciate everything you do for us on thanksgiving i hope everybody has fun with their family friends however you spend that day and um you know i i I greatly appreciate you all digesting the deli before your before your games kick off and hopefully you'll join us tomorrow as well for the first look the only first look podcast on the interwebs uh, for the main slate for Sunday. And uh, chill, I'm, I'm going to close it with this. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. All right, ownership considered. Okay, ownership considered. All right, you got five roster spots to build the Thanksgiving plate. Your first Thanksgiving plate. <laughs> okay. What, what lineup are you going to take with that plate to get to the top of your tournament leaderboard? I got five. You got five spots. I'm not even going to put a salary on it. Now you're going to put a salary on it because that would take a little extra time. But if you're gonna if you're gonna play this Thanksgiving plate, like you're you're about to post this to Instagram, right? And you're looking for the most likes, right? What five What five foods are you putting on that plate to say hashtag ready to smash? All right. Well, let's start off. We're, we'll start off with uh, you need the rock, so I'm, I'm gonna go turkey. Okay, so you're uh, playing the chalk. Yep, yeah, I, I had to play chalk with turkey. Um, as we as we uh, <clears throat> as we talked about earlier, I'm gonna need the mashed potatoes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So it's all right. So right now you're not. So right now you're playing with the field. I, I am with the field. Okay. Um, okay. And then. Uh, I, I would really love to have some mac and cheese uh, on that plate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Little or own, little or own. Yep, yep, little or own. Um, All right. I'm gonna need me some. I'm gonna need a couple of rolls. Okay, gotta play the role. Gotta play the role. Absolutely. I, I, Absolutely. I need the role. Um, now, what does turkey gravy count as in this scenario? That automatically comes with it. So you're gonna okay. have your you're gonna have your cranberry sauce. Or gravy, whichever it, that automatically comes with it. The rolls are separate, though. All right, the rolls no. are its own individual. That, that that's part of the lineup. Uh, you now, automatically get the gravy. Man, see now, if I was having Thanksgiving at my at my one uncle's house, Italian food would be on would be on the slate. Um, oh, <laughs> going off the board, dude! It was. The one year when we went to my uh, to my uncle John's house, um, my aunt is is a very Italian family, so they had lasagna, spaghetti, uh, like I just chicken, uh, fucking baked chicken. Like it was anything that was non Thanksgiving related. That's what was there. I think uh, in our um, one of our one of our. You know, I guess former deli mates, uh, Suter. His he's he's a strictly Italian family. I do believe his Thanksgiving is basically the same way. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. <laughs> like when you go from turkey, 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 turkey to Italian food. Oh, bruh. 
just it's a whole new world. It's so good. Nice. Nice. Um I need one more one more item on this plate. Um Am I allowed to? Can I can I hit you with the? I would just really like some regular green beans. I I, I need a vegetable on there because like okay corn, okay because right, corn hey, corn is right. the chalk right corn. Oh, corn is the chalk because you got to put <laughs> that shit right on top of the mashed potatoes. Okay. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, like yeah, that's the chalk. Like if I could if I can get some green beans on my plate, I'm in there. Okay okay that's not that's not a bad roster construction right there, chill. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Well, my, my, you know, my, mine is contrarian. Mine is contrarian by default being a vegan. Oh, you are very. Yeah. So at that point, like to get a little different in my lineup, I got to go vegan mac and cheese. There you go. So that means you're coming to Sully's house. There you go. <laughs> Correct. There you go. So obviously, you know, my plate will consist of the mac and cheese. Okay. Then instead of the turkey, you know, I'm going to the tofurkey. All right. So, you okay, know, I got to play okay. the 1% owned tofurkey. Okay. And then I got to hit them with the sweet potato casserole because, you know, I love my marshmallows on top of my mother's sweet potatoes. OK, got to go with the mashed potatoes as well. I got to play the chalk. I got to get some chalk in there somewhere. OK, because, you know, my, my gravy is going to be that mushroom gravy. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be it's still going to be vegan. You know what I'm saying? But I still got to get my gravy. Got to get my gravy. And then, of course, I'm going to round it out with the roll. All right. And that last spot is going to go to greens. Collard greens. Nice. If y'all ain't ready for the collard greens, if y'all ain't hip to collard greens on Thanksgiving, <laughs> you missing out, dog. You are missing out. No doubt about that. And of course, to round out the day, that's sweet potato pie, baby. Sweet Gotta have the sweet potato. potato pie. So are you are you going pumpkin for dessert? Oh, pumpkin. A pumpkin drowned in some cool whip. <laughs> cool whip. Why are you pronouncing it that way? You're eating hair. <laughs> you, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna get into that apple pie that uh Meg made. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, it's got some apples, some cinnamon, my hair. What? <laughs> my hair, Brian. <laughs> A part of me. Is inside of you. Can you feel me, Brian? Can you feel me inside of you? Oh, man. Whose pie is that? You're eating hair. <laughs> yes. Chill. Thanks for joining me on this short slate, man. Get, greatly appreciate your time this evening. And I think you know what to do. It's time to close up the shop. I'll get the buckets. That's it, man. I'll shut down the grill tonight. I, and I, I will smoke while I'm doing it to make make up for Baker not being here. And uh, guys, again, we wish you and your family the best on Thanksgiving. And of course, we wish you all the best in your tournament lineups this week in DFS. We're going to go ahead and close up the shop. And of course, we will see you all at the top. Thanks for listening. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Peace.